It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. It's the eve of the 2021-22 hockey season and time for another edition of the Under the Hood podcast with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. It's like Christmas Eve right now as the Fuel gets set to open yet another hockey season. Saturday night, the puck drops at 7 o'clock as the Cincinnati Cyclones visit the Indiana Farmers Coliseum to face off year 8 of Indy Fuel Hockey, a really exciting time for this franchise. And hard to believe we have made it now to the eighth season. Last year, of course, the Fuel set a franchise record for wins. They qualified for the playoffs and had a tremendous first-round series with the Greenville Swamp Rabbits where they eventually fell in four games. But a good core of players is back from that team, and... The Fuel have added a number of solid newcomers as well and are really looking to have what we expect to be a very good season this year. And it all begins Saturday night, 7 o'clock, as the Fuel take on the Cincinnati Cyclones to open up the 2021-22 season. It's going to feel normal again after last year when only half the league played the Fuel back with some familiar division foes. The Cincinnati Cyclones, Toledo Walleye, and Kalamazoo Wings are back after all electing the voluntary suspension last year. The Wheeling Nailers and Fort Wayne Comets also back in the division. And we also welcome a new foe in the Iowa Heartlanders, an expansion team, one of two expansion teams joining the ECHL this season, as well as the Trois-Rivières Lions, who we will see in Canada later on this season. Of course, it's going to be a division-heavy schedule this year, so we'll see a lot of those teams. And as a matter of fact, the first six home games for the Indy Fuel will be against each of those six division opponents. So we'll get to know the division very well very early, as we'll see everybody once in the first six games, beginning Saturday night when the Cincinnati Cyclones visit the Indiana Farmers Coliseum for the first game of the 2021-22 season. As we mentioned, head coach Doug Christensen has put together a really solid roster, and the thing I like about this team is there's a really good core of players coming back from last season, but also a number of pretty solid returnees. And of course, you look at the guys coming back. It starts with Spencer Watson, who battled injuries last year, but still had 30 points in 42 games. Diego Cuglietta, who had 20 points in 37 games with the fuel. Seamus Malone had a kind of an injury-plagued season, was only able to skate in 13 games, but he's got a lot of talent. He had a goal in the preseason. Tommy Apap, a face-off specialist with Matt Marcinou having gone to Europe, having Tommy Apap back to really be key on face-offs and take those important draws is going to be key. Cedric Lacroix is back, a high-energy guy. Riley McKay back from Rockford, another high-energy guy who's a pretty, uh, you know, pretty solid and physical and plays a really heavy game. Chad Yetman, a really skilled guy, former 
draft pick of the Blackhawks sent from Rockford, Jared Thomas, a really, really solid playmaker. And Brent Gates, we only saw him four games last year, but he had a hat trick in Saturday's preseason game against Cincinnati, had 21 points in 35 games in the ECHL, then went up to Rochester in the American Hockey League and had a really solid year there as well and ended up uh, tallying eight points in 12 games for the Americans. And so you've got a forward unit that's got a lot of familiar faces, and then you add in some talent like Liam Folks, who uh, played overseas and in the AHL last year but signed with the Rockford Ice Hogs. He was a really big scorer at Penn State. He had 42 points his junior year at Penn State. Quinn Foreman's a rookie, took last year off, but was 25-point scorer in 31 games at Dartmouth a couple of years back. Colton Heffley is back, will provide some depth for the fuel. And C.J. Ike is a smaller guy, but plays a real high-energy game, really difficult guy to play against. He had a goal Saturday night in the preseason game against Cincinnati and is the one veteran on this team. He's somebody who's played a lot of hockey and played a lot in this league, including the last three seasons with the Kansas City Mavericks. You look at the defense, again, a core of guys who are back. Mike Lee would have been an all-rookie team member last year had he been able to play the full season had 23 points in 35 games, one of the top-scoring defensemen, and quickly really cemented himself as one of the elite power play quarterbacks in the league last year. And, of course, Keone Teixeira has been one of the elite power play quarterbacks for a long time. So you've got two really, really solid puck-moving defensemen. And then you add in a guy like Orion Zulsdorf, who played four years at the University of Minnesota, had a really good career there and was acquired from the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in trade. Is a really solid two-way guy. Jordan Schneider is a second-year defenseman. He was acquired in a trade from Orlando last year and provides a lot of size on the back end. And that's one thing you'll see. And you heard when we talked to Doug Christensen last week, really wanted to add some size but maintain the skill. Chris Cameron's another big guy, 6'4", 230. He's a rookie defenseman. And so you've got Schneider, Zulsdorf, Lee, and Teixeira back, and then some size. And Chris Cameron, Kirill Chayka, who's 6'5", 223 from Belarus. Adam Parcells was acquired this week um, and signed after playing a couple of games with the Utah Grizzlies last year. He played collegiately at Wisconsin-Eau Claire. He's a former draft pick of the San Jose Sharks. And, oh yeah, he's 6'6", and uh, nearly 200 pounds. So you've got a really nice mix of size and skill on the back end. And that allows Doug Christensen the opportunity to mix and match. If you need some puck movers, you can do that. You can pair a puck mover with a stay-at-home guy. If you need a shutdown pair, you can do that as well. It really gives a lot of flexibility. You've got a nice mix up front of skill guys and guys that can play a heavy game and your Swiss Army knife type players that can be penalty killers and defensive forwards and checking forwards as well. And one thing that's really uh, fascinating to look at as well is on the uh, roster to start the year, there are four goaltenders, the two signed by coach Doug Christensen. And one thing coach has always liked to have is a couple of ECHL contracted goaltenders. And we saw Michael Lackey and Mitch Gillum last week in the preseason. And then Tom Aubrun back for his second professional season after posting a 3.94 goals against average with a fuel last year and also played a couple of games in Rockford. And then Cale Morris was assigned this week. 
He was 3-2-1 in Rockford last year with a 9.23 save percentage. Put up some really good numbers in Rockford, but right now there's a logjam of goaltenders in the Blackhawks system. As you've got four guys, make that five guys under NHL or AHL contract in Chicago and Rockford, and then you've got Aubron and Morris under Rockford contracts as well. And so you've got seven NHL and AHL contracted goaltenders to spread out amongst three teams. And obviously the two guys at the NHL level, and then Colin Delia, Malcolm Subban, as well as uh, Suterblom, another rookie in Rockford. And so Kale Morrison, a little bit has been caught up in a numbers game there. And so here in Indy, he's going to play. He's going to play a lot. And has put up some really good numbers in the American Hockey League and was a tremendous goaltender at Notre Dame where he was in his junior year the Mike Richter Award winner. He was the goaltender of the year nationally back in 2019 when he led the Irish to the national championship game. He's led the Irish to two Big Ten championships. And so he'll likely be a key part of this team here early in the year. And so goaltending looks set. You've got a really good defense. You've got a nice core of players back on offense and a nice mix of speed and skill as well as grit. And it's a team that's going to be able to play a lot of different ways. And I think that's going to be key in the Central Division as you're going to face teams like Cincinnati, like Fort Wayne, that like to play more of a defensive game, play a heavy game, play a game below the dots. And then you're going to play a team like Toledo that it's going to be run and gun and run and gun some more where they're going to want to play a 200-foot skating game. And to be able to play in all of those scenarios is going to be key. And so Doug Christensen has a lot of flexibility with the lineup to be able to do that. So just one game this week on Saturday night, October 23rd, the Cincinnati Cyclones visiting the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. And then next week, again, just one game. The Fuel will be at Cincinnati on Saturday, October 30th. And then... The Fuel will be back home for two games, November 3rd. That's a Wednesday night. Toledo will visit for the first weeknight game of the season. Then Friday, November 5th, we'll see the Iowa Heartlanders for the first time. That will be military night, and that will precede a five-game road trip before the Fuel will return for three games, November 17th, 19th, and 20th at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum against Fort Wayne, Wheeling, and Kalamazoo. So, of course... Season ticket packages still available. You can also get your partial season packages, flex packs, single game tickets. Check them out at IndieFuelHockey.com or also you can call the fuel office 317-925-FUEL or you can check out all Ticketmaster outlets for your single game tickets. Looking forward to seeing you at the rink here on this edition of Under the Hood. We're going to go back to Wednesday's media day when the Fuel players were made available to the local media and hear comments from players and coaches. We're going to start with the head coach of the Indy Fuel, Doug Christensen. Tell me about this group, what you like, what you've seen out of the first couple weeks of work here as you get set for the Open. Well, we return a good number of players uh, from a good team last year. That gives us a nice foundation. Really good people, work hard, have some unfinished business. And at the same time, uh, they've really helped assimilate the new players. And I think when we bring the guys in, you guys, whether it's from Rockford or, or from different places, different organizations, uh, they've got a team feel already. They're working hard. Um, and now it's just about ironing things out before we get ready to go Saturday. How important is the continuity? Be able to pick, kind of pick up where you left off from last season. Well, I think it's really important. I think it's those, those early games are important. The wins early are important. 
And my first year, we were really just rebuilding. And it allowed us uh, to, to struggle a little bit, but we've righted the ship and got going uh, as the season progressed. Last year, we started off really well. And a lot of that was just being able to, to hit the ground running. And I think this year is the same, where we need to make sure that we get wins early, uh, we come together early, and we have success early that gives confidence. How could you kind of talk about maintaining that, though, to be able to kind of think, okay, we want to be good in January, February, March, while we're still good now, to kind of recognize the long grind of the season early on here? Sure. Well, it, for me, it's all about habits. It's, it's the details that we do now that are the things that are going to get you through in the dog days. And so we want to get those habits in. We want the players uh, holding, holding themselves accountable, owning their own development, but at the same time, the coaching staff putting them in a position to su- succeed. And, you know, it doesn't take much further than looking at uh, sports, whether it's the NBA, NFL, NHL, early starts help your long season goals. And we want to make sure we have a good early start. Not that COVID has been solved by any means yet, but things got to be a little bit easier this season, kind of being able to do what you want to do on a more normal level has that made this october easier than last year it's impossible to put in words the difference but the one thing that i would say is this is that so many people not just hockey people miss time with their family and friends and that's some of the best moments of your entire year whether it's christmas or holidays or uh birthdays and being able to be together is part of what makes life enjoyable it's part of what gets you up in the morning and a team's no different and being able to see their family members, their, their friends, but also be able to go out to a restaurant with a teammate, uh, being able to see them laugh and not be in a mask all the time. We're 100% vaccinated. Um, and so for us as a team, we know that we've taken uh, accountability for each other to be able to uh, keep each other healthy, and it allows us to just focus on what we're doing on the ring. How important open at home Saturday? You get a first one here and kind of get that buzz of the, of the thing going right from the start. Well, it'll be great. Uh, obviously, we want to play well. Uh, we want to have good habits. We want to have good details. And, you know, we saw that on Saturday here just with the preseason crowd. The crowd was in it. Uh, the guys fed off that. If we can do that for a regular season game, it'll be a lot of fun. That's the head coach of the Indy Fuel, Doug Christensen, meeting the media on Media Day. Our next guest, also from Media Day, is rookie forward Tommy Apap. Just this first first couple of weeks of experience being with this team, with this organization at this level, kind of all this is the yeah. new guy. How has this been for you? Uh, it's been good. I was here. I was here last year for a little bit, just at the end of the season. So this is my first. Um, like I, I was in college last year to start the year, and then I came here at the end. But so this is my first training camp here in Indy, and uh, it's been really good. We've been working hard, but I think we've been getting a lot of um, productive practices in. So and it was those two preseason games were good too. Uh, but now, yeah, now it's time for uh, for the real thing. Spencer talked about getting some touches in those preseason mm-hmm. games. To see how well kind of everything came together for you guys pretty quickly, how yeah. was kind of a very positive takeaway from those games? Yeah, definitely uh, definitely a positive takeaway. I mean, every game, there's, there's some stuff we got to work on for sure. Just um, we're, we're going over our systems and uh, all that kind of stuff and really getting our legs back to game shape because no matter what you're doing over the summer, like you still need to get um, – your game legs back pretty much so uh that's been that's been a good thing for us and now we're excited to get rolling how long does that take this first part of the season to really start to I feel think, like i'm in i'm in the season now. yeah i think it's different for for everybody sure. sometimes for me it's just a couple games but um yeah once we once you get a few games in the season then it's it's season mode and and it's game mode and you're out of the the summer habits hopefully those are all gone you feel a little heavy those first couple times out. yeah i did in my first game i was really heavy Really heavy, but um, yeah, hopefully that's out of my system now. So, what's it like? You guys basically live together. I mean, this team mm-hmm. is basically kind of a seven days a week in each yeah. other's. How does that kind of help develop 
the product here because you're always kind of around it. Yeah, I think it's good. It's um, We have a close team. Last year we had a close team too, especially at the end of the year and uh, just a tough balance in playoffs. But um, it is we do a really close group and a lot of good guys here, uh, good new faces too. So um, we're excited about that. And, yeah, I, do, I think it helps living together, just hanging out, eating together, playing some uh, little Catan together and <laughs> – just watching sports, just the whole thing. So, yeah, we're, we spend a lot of time with each other, which I think is a good thing. Got a taste of the home crowd last Saturday with the mm-hmm. preseason game. They're already kind of ready yeah. for it. How, how ready are you yeah, guys? Yeah, they were ready to Saturday? go. This place yeah. was loud for a, for a preseason game especially. So it will be fun to see opening night how uh, how packed it gets in here and how loud it gets, and hopefully we, uh, we bring home a win. That's Tommy Apap meeting with the media on Wednesday's Media Day. Our next guest on Media Day is Spencer Watson. Spencer will be entering his third full season with the Fuel. This is actually his fourth year with the Fuel as he came at the end of the 2018-19 season before re-signing with the team the following year. Former 30-goal scorer with the Fuel. Here are his thoughts entering the season. That's Spencer Watson. The final guest from Wednesday's Media Day is defenseman Keone Teixeira. Keone is entering his third year with the Fuel, his fourth year in the ECHL, and over that time has emerged not just as one of the elite offensive puck-moving defensemen in the league, but really just one of the elite defensemen in the league, period, and has really emerged as well as a leader on this Fuel squad. Here is Keone Teixeira on Media Day. It seems like there's a lot to like about this group early on. Kind of tell me the early vibe these first couple of weeks. I think it's been really good. Um, there's a lot of new faces. Um, Obviously, I think the first couple of days, no one kind of knew what we were going to expect this year, but uh, I think we have a solid group of guys, a lot of, like, a good group of core from the last couple of years. Um, And then, you know, we have some players on here, and then, obviously, with the additions of the four goalies we have, uh, you know, I think confidence around everyone is that, you know, we can put anyone in that, and, you know, we can rely on them uh, to save some pucks, and then we're going to go the other way with our speed. Once you get past kind of the, hey, hi, it's nice to meet you when the new guys come in here and you just get to skate with these guys on a daily basis, how quickly does that kind of all come together in this setting? Uh, it comes together pretty fast. I mean, uh, you'll be surprised how quickly us hockey guys can kind of know, get to know one of each other. And, um, you know, it helps that we're all at the same apartment. So um, it's only easier, you know, having meals together and, you know, whether it's catching a ride or, um, just coming to the rink and, and chatting to, to everyone and getting to know each other, it's, uh, comes, comes, comes together pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, the older guys have done a really good job at, in, including the younger guys and making them feel welcome. So, uh, it's been a good start. And I mean, we haven't even had our first game yet. So. Coach talked about developing good habits early on. What are a couple of those that you guys have been focused on to try and make a regular thing here? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, each day Doug has done a really good job at uh, introducing, you know, one system at a time, you know, so we just kind of not not get too uh, complicated um, at the start. And, um, you know, just the habits each day, you know, we focus on one thing and then we keep building on that, um, whether it's neutral zone or um, D zone. Um, but then, and then, yeah, just habits each day in training camp we've been, you know, focusing on just, um, you know, maybe not go as fast as possible, but uh, make sure we're doing the right things um, coming into the weekend. Is that a matter of just trying to kind of ramp things up? You can't start at being an 11. you got to kind of work your way up to that, and, and the results will catch up to it. Yeah. Um, you know, at the start, 
um, before you know our exhibition games. Uh, we didn't focus really too much. We just kind of wanted to get some touches with the puck and um, you know just kind of get everyone you know acclimated to the area and whatnot. But you know, I think uh, now that we've had a full week of practice, uh, and we were able to ramp things up, and um, I think uh, you can tell that you know the last couple of days have been you know hard work and. Um, Again, it's been uh, ramping up towards these um, first couple of games here. That is Spencer Watson meeting with the media on Media Day. Our final guest from Media Day is Keone Teixeira. Keone, over the three years he spent with the Indy Fuel and the years he spent in the league as well, has been not just one of the elite puck-moving defensemen, but one of the elite defensemen in the ECHL and forms a centerpiece of a really strong defensive core for the Fuel. Here's Keone Teixeira. The returning guys and the new guys have acclimated really well early on here. What's kind of been that quick connection with this group that seems to have worked really well so far? Yeah, I mean, I just got in here on Saturday and, uh, you know, we got a good, or Friday night, sorry, and we got a good game in on Saturday and uh, I thought we were sloppy at times, but I mean, I think we, we were pulling some good things out in the game and we were playing really well and we found a way to win. So I think uh, just getting our legs under us and getting to work this week in practice is going to help us out in the next couple of weeks. So how important are these days here leading up to this first game and being able to kind of connect, okay, we had a game but the next one counts what you guys get done here yeah I think the game was awesome for us I mean we we got to see where we can work on uh see some things we can get better on and this week we can you know work on it and tackle that this week uh put in the work and uh hopefully get our legs going for the following game on Saturday what will this team be best at these first couple weeks um I think we're gonna be fast team I think we're gonna play fast I think we're gonna get to the net I think our transition game is gonna be quick and uh I think we're gonna get some a lot of scoring opportunities it seems to be a carryover from last year having so many guys come back kind of the continuity is that gonna be key early on yeah for sure I think we got a good core group that came back this year and I think uh, we can help lead the ship here and uh, get it going um show the new guys how we like to play we like to play quick get in the zone get get to the net and create those net from battles spending so much time with these guys clearly it's it, there could be advantages to it but is there just one point where you have to kind of sort out okay living with these guys playing with these guys working with these guys you know what last year it, it was uh, it was a very different year we uh, we were in a bubble all year for the most part so we became really close we became like brothers so um, I think that helped us grow and bond as a team and uh, that definitely translates onto the ice so with the core group that we had last year and the new guys come in I think we're acclimating really well together and I think we're gonna be a great team to give guys a chance to maybe lean on each other just a little bit more in the sense of, hey, hold them more accountable, be a little bit, I want to say a little more rough, but just a little more of an edge to this group? Yeah, for sure. I think in practice it's important to push each other and making sure that we're battling hard and competing just like we would in a game. It's no different, and I think uh, if we continue to do that, we're going to be one of the best teams in the league. And that's Indy Fuel defenseman Keone Teixeira meeting with the media on Media Day. Hope you've enjoyed the interviews that we've had. Hope you're enjoying the run-up to the 2021-22 season. Again, the Fuel home Saturday night. October 23rd against the Cincinnati Cyclones. The puck drops at 7 o'clock. Free rally towels courtesy of the IBEW Local 481 for the first 5,000 fans in attendance. And then the Fuel will head to the road next Saturday, October 30th, to take on the same Cincinnati Cyclones. Then back home November 3rd, that's a Wednesday night against Toledo. And November 5th, a Friday night for military night against the Iowa Heartlanders, their first visit to the Indiana Farmers Coliseum before the Fuel will embark on a five-game road trip. Looking forward to that and looking forward to dropping the puck on the year. Of course, you can get all 36 Indy Fuel home games on our free audio stream at Mixler.com slash Indy Fuel. All 72 games will be broadcast on Flow Hockey. Nick Olchek and I will bring you all the home games from the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. 
I am the voice of the fuel, Andrew Smith. Thanks for listening to this edition of Under the Hood. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.